My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening. And let's crack on. And we are live. Welcome everyone to a race chinwag without a race it's the off season we're going to talk about a couple of stories knocking about on the internet welcome everyone my name is Tom. thank you for joining today Seamus Elemental Asics Icebat Gustavo and yes I have a new hat look at this this hat with a a toned down an all black hoodie for me Love it. It's almost a bit like, it's a bit Bob the Builder-esque, actually, isn't it? That's what I actually thought. I, H- Hannah took a pic- picture of me with it on, and I was I was a bit like Bob the Builder immediately. But you know what? I- I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Capybaras, Vincent, Elemental, Retty, Fur, Yankee, Kleiner, April, Rufus. Thank you all for joining. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Let's have a little chat. Little chat live on YouTube. Everyone here is live on YouTube. And everyone listening to this, watching this on YouTube after the fact, not live. And, and of course, as always, plug in the audio only, okay? Just for your ears. I think next year, I definitely want to find some way of optimizing, making more short form content out of these live streams, um, either myself or outsourcing that potentially. Uh, to then grow this because I, I think the way to grow audio only anyway because I feel like YouTube I'm, I'm happy I understand YouTube I, I like to think I know how to to deliver stuff you guys enjoy but audio only is a bit more of a tricky thing and I think that relies a bit more on on TikTok reels and all that kind of stuff so um, yes which race is this chinwag for it's for the New York Grand Prix which we'll get into um, there's been a little bit of chat and a couple of little rumours knocking about. And look, at the end of the day, right, it's off-season. It's Christmas in a week. Um, so if you celebrate Christmas, um, buzzing for that. And yeah, it, it's it's kind of all we got to go on. But there are a couple of things. There's a couple of Grand Prix. There's also the official entry list for the 2024 F1 season, which we need to go through because there's a couple of little name changes that I want to kind of get your thoughts on. Okay. Grazie ragazzi or grazie ragazzi. I prefer the latter sense, but there you go. I, I can roll my tongue so I can get the grazie ragazzi. Um, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> also, before we get into it, before we get into it, Tomo's Racing Goods are live. Link tomosracinggoods.com down below. Um, I've sold over half. So thank you so much to everyone who's purchased. Um, we've still got a good amount left and they are all packed up. Pack these by hand if you're watching the stream, the three and a half hour stream. It's about that, wasn't it? It was over three hours, definitely. Um, where I packed all the orders, all the teas are packed and ready to go wherever you are in the world. We've had orders from USA, Germany, Canada, India, United Kingdom, of course, um, all over. I've been good friends with the uh, local post office um, recently, but there, there you go. Yes, Halita, yours was order number two, indeed. Um, if you've ordered one, then your order number is the number that it is. And I believe we are at order number 99. So I ordered 200, but I didn't get 200 because of quality control. So I actually got like 180. But So we're just over half. But yeah, if you want one, thomasracinggoods.com. Um, still all sizes, I believe, are available um, from extra small to double extra large. Um, they're all in here, all hand-packed by myself. So if you are interested, check it out. Because since I launched them, I haven't actually done a proper video. And there will be a proper video coming this week. And there will also be an annual video um, coming on New Year's Day is the plan. Uh, if you were here and a viewer of, of me uh, this time last year, you will know what that video is. There you go. Um, right, cool, 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 cool. Okay, let's talk about New York, New York. I've never been to New York. Has anyone been to New York, chat? Has anyone been to New York? 
And thank you, Aaron. Yes, I mean, that's my job. My job is literally to talk too much. Um, <laughs> order number zero. I love that. Sam lives there. Ben's been there. Zamtrak, Flying Spire, PP, Dominic, North Star, All Blue, where dreams are made of, indeed. Rhett, you lived there for a bit. Very nice. Well, look, okay, so could a New York Grand Prix happen? Well, I'm talking about this because of an article that I saw this morning from Rosso Montore.it, Italian, an Italian F1 motorsport publication. Um, talking about discussions around a hypothetical New York Grand Prix. Okay? Hypothetical. So Stefano, apparently, is having chat. And look, if this does happen, this has been talked about for a long time, okay? The, these are not baseless rumours, um, because a New York Grand Prix has been floated for a while. And given the fact we've seen Vegas now happen, and all in all, been a success... Big full start, obviously, with the manhole cover. Massive L there, but the race itself was fantastic. Pretty pretty well received, I think, um, by the end of it. Yes, the Rasmataz is not for everyone, but if you're going to go to Vegas, come on, you lean into that. You know, if you go to Monaco, you lean into the Rasmataz. That's just what you do, and uh, that's part of the reason I, I love this sport. It goes all around the world, and it exposes us to different cultures, like you go to Suzuka, and the fan feel and atmosphere is incredibly passionate, but it's a totally different kind of passion to what you see at, at Zanvoort or Silverstone or Austin, you know? Um, I'm all for it. So, New York Grand Prix, the idea is that there will be something, Central Park has been spoken about as a potential location, Central Park, Randall and Ward's Islands. Look, listen, I've, I've not been to New York, okay? I'm, I'm not an expert. But what I will say is that the idea of going to New York is a very different proposition to the idea of going to, to Vegas and going to Miami. Um, because New York's a very different city to, to Vegas, a very different city to Miami. It, it's, an, it's the urban jungle, right? And making this work it is much more like if they had a grand prix in london to, to my understanding anyway of what i believe new york to be it's got more of that london feel than it would say a vegas feel or a miami feel you know um the track there for formula e is, is decent to be fair look again formula e i think i've not watched the new york e prix before i'll be honest i've not watched it um the formula e races i enjoy the most are the more traditional, um, you know, in Mexico or in Monaco, even Monaco. Monaco is a good track. But those cars are a lot smaller as well. They're not aero-dependent for, um, for, their, for the car's grip, which means that dirty air is not a thing, which means you get close to racing, blah, blah, blah. And of course, of course, Ash, every city is different from each other, but come on. The difference between LA and New York is much bigger than the difference between New York and London in terms of the the feel, the ambience of the city. You know, Central Park is like Hyde Park. It's it's in it's a packed in. You've got the tube system. LA is very spread out. I've been to LA. It's very spread out. It's very sunny. It's very, it's very different culturally, and um, and yeah, I, I think that look the idea of a New York Grand Prix fundamentally, fundamentally, I, look, for it to be, for it to, Vegas works because it was down the strip, it's literally down the strip, and cities do close to host events, think marathons, prime example, right, London Marathon, New York Marathon, Boston Marathon, Berlin Marathon, Chicago Marathon, wherever, you know, cities can close down for sporting events. And many of these events have been going on for a long time. To do it in New York, you know, would you have F1 going down Times Square? I don't think that's feasible. And and given the given what's been said in this article, and again, this is this is all very high level rumors, very, you know. Sounds like nothing. This is not even close to necessarily happening, but it could be on its way to happening. Then, you know, you've got to say that 
mean, Times Square would be sick. It needs to feel like, again, the, the Vegas Grand Prix, I think for next year, I would like to see that happen at noon. So it would start in the evening when the sun's setting, but not fully set. And then it kind of, and then by the end of the race, it's dark. And then the lights come, and then it kind of, the, the race kind of, there's a, there's an evolution of the race. Because Vegas in the evening, when there's still a bit of light in the sky, you know, you're in the desert, you know, some of the, so, some of the, some of the skyscapes you can get are beautiful. Um, and then you go into the night and whatever, right? If this race is going to be in New York, it needs to feel like it's New York. It needs to, it needs to really embrace that. And I don't know. I think that, I mean, Brooklyn Bridge would be unreal, for sure. Brooklyn Bridge would be very decent. Um, pro problem is, where would you put the grandstands? Very good point, Rainer. Very good point. And, and again, that's what would stop, that's what would stop a race going through like Times Square, for example. It would have to be in the wider New York area. Or part of the race track goes through and then the Times Square part doesn't have grandstands for example, but then it's a long track spread over a long, a long distance. So you have grandstands in some areas because I mean, you look at any track, there's, you know, okay, not any track, but a lot of street circuits, there's significant chunks of the track that don't have grandstanding. Um, but then there's other parts that they make up for it and compensate and have all the grandstanding. So, and I, I think if you're offering grandstands to some of the track and not all of it, it's not the end of the world because, again, 99% of people are watching it on the TV and the world feed will cover that either way and you're still going to be able to get a grandstanding seat potentially. But that's why, again, there's, you know, talk around Central Park or Random Awards Islands, which are in the outer. Obviously, you've got different boroughs that make up New York. Um, well, New York itself is a, you know, New York State and then there's obviously New York City within New York State. So I think, look, with 24 races, if if it was, if it was a choice between, let's say, all right, actually, you know what, let's get, let's get a poll going for this one, okay? Because you're here, you're, you're here live, YouTube viewers who are here live. Um, let's get a poll going. So would, which would you rather see? Um, current... Miami GP or the hypothetical New York GP. What would you what would you rather see out of the two of them? Because I, I think the, the the excitement and the um, the the buzz, the hype around something like this, I think a lot of it comes down to well, what are we what are we losing? What are we losing? What is this replacing? Because my dream. My dream three race calendar, I think, based on what we've seen, I think my my ideal three races for the US would be Austin, would be Vegas, because it was it was very good. And and yes, there was the United, but this is their first ever event. So I like to think it will only get better. It's it's a unique track, it has unique challenges with the with the with the temperature. Um and Indianapolis, I'd I'd love to see, you know, a return to the home of, of motorsport in the US. So that is my th dream three um, three race calendar. What are we saying? So it seems like, yeah, 81% of you are saying this hypothetical New York Grand Prix. Now, again, a lot of it depends on, on where it is, if it feels New York enough, but also, yeah, are we replacing a classic track with a New York Grand Prix or are we replacing a not particularly loved um, street track like kind of Miami is. I mean, I don't know. Again, Vegas makes Miami a real problem for me. Like since Vegas was announced and since Vegas did so well in its first race, um, that makes Miami a real problem for me to kind of justify going forward. But I guess we will see. Um, a few super chats. Thank you, uh, FH4 player, for a mem member for one month. £2 a month if you want to join um, YouTube membership. Feel free. 
Um, I appreciate everyone's support. Thank you, Seamus, as well, for the fiver. Lucky enough to have my shirt hand-delivered by Tomo himself. He wasn't lying. Quality is unreal. Grab him whilst you can. Much love. Thank you, Seamus. Pleasure to meet you, buddy. It was funny that, um, obviously, I met I met Seamus at Matt and Tom's live show in London. And uh, I, saw, I saw you shout out. Uh, you, did a, you did a tweet, didn't you? You did a, a hashtag P1 live. And Tommy called you Seamus. Oh, Tommy. Tommy. Come on. Come on, Tommy. He had a stinker there. but um, And you corrected him, which was funny as well. But yeah. Pleasure to meet you, Seamus. Hope you enjoyed the rest of your time in London. And yeah. Seamus got a t-shirt. And look, I step, look the, the design... The design, design is completely subjective, but the quality made in the UK, banging, banging. I stand by that 100%. Um, thank you, Ruben, as well, for the fiver. Why are more American races wish the UK developed more tracks here, like in Wales or Scotland? Hmm. It's interesting, Ruben. Imagine like a Highlands Grand Prix would be quite cool. And obviously, well, actually, the, the Welsh Valleys, the Scottish Highlands... You know that kind of street circuit. Imagine almost like, almost like you've got the Isle of Man TT track, but imagine F1 cars going through there. Obviously, that wouldn't happen because that would just be far too dangerous. And we see, I mean, it wouldn't be as dangerous as it is in the bikes, though. To be fair, but I mean, that's just a that is that is quite the that's just on a different level. I mean, I I say that I think rally drivers are the most um, the most talented racing drivers but then i think about the isle of man tt and i'm like you know what it's 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 just not even talent is it it's just absolute just it's just it's ridiculous it's ridiculous if you want to if you want to be impressed today right and i'm i'm not even into bike bike racing watch a clip of an isle of man tt i don't know lap record or something and prepare to be blown away because it's actually incredible, um, but yeah, Scottish Grand Prix would be would be a vibe for sure. I, I think yeah, that northern you know whether it's Scotland, whether it's Norway, Finland, Sweden, kind of northern European um, region where it's a bit chillier. Again, lower temperatures. We saw lower temperatures come in and 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 mix things up a little bit in Vegas for sure. And bring it, bring it, love it. It's a good idea, Ruben. Um, thank you, Will I am as well for the four ninety nine. Good day, everyone. Does anyone remember the Imperial Port GP? It was supposed to be held in New Jersey with NYC in the background over the Hudson River. Is that what it was called? Yeah. So I, I do remember this again being touted in the past, which makes these rumors, these suggestions, not crazy to me. Because I mean, New York is one of the some people would argue the the, the biggest, most well known city in the world. Certainly up there with you know, New York, LA, London, Paris, you know, these, uh, these, these are some of the biggest cities and the most globally recognized city brands in the world. And yeah, the suggestion of a Grand Prix should not be a, should not be a shock. Again, given Vegas, they did it, it went pretty well, all things considered. That would be, um, that'd be amazing. But yeah, I I think, I, I think I could get behind a Scottish Grand Prix, you know, I think I could through the Highlands. That would be stunning. That would be stunning. But again, I think you get all, you know, Highlands, nature, F1 cars, but then F1 cars are becoming a lot more efficient and the the green movement within F1 is at least from a you know, outside looking in point of view, it seems like they're they're trying at least to make it more relevant to 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 the climate these days. But yeah, that would be sick. But either way, look, New York Grand Prix would I have it this over Miami? Yes, I think you would then have, you know, with with Austin, you've got that European feel, this classic European track feel with the 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 huge amount of fans, the the cheaper tickets relative to to Vegas anyway. Um, a track that is a bit of a Frankenstein track and was designed with components of of Silverstone and Suzuka and all that like put together, and it's a great circuit. I lo- I love I love Kota. So you've got that, you've got Vegas, which is the Monaco of, of the US. You know, you've got, it's, it's like almost, Austin is the Silverstone. Um, Monaco, um, Vegas is the Monaco. And then you've got New York, which just would give a very different feel to Vegas, I believe. Um, it would almost be more like, maybe like 
Baku Singapore-esque, I guess. Um, but you've got that real New York flavour to it. Look, again, I'm, I'm not I'm not a front to free US Grand Prix because you can't look at the USA as a country. If, if you're going to... If, if we want this... Look, there's no race in Africa. There's not enough races in, in South Asia. Um, for sure. Like, that needs to be ticked off. But also, the USA is, is a massive country with a population that's not a million miles off the population of, of all of Europe. So multiple US Grand Prix is not a problem for me. Um, but also we need, you know, more than one in South America. Come on. So so would I put New York at the top of my priority list? No, no. I think bringing back Kyle Army, I think maybe bringing back Sepang. I mean, I don't know how realistic that is, but I'd love to see Sepang back. I mean, I'd love to see a race in Argentina. Argentina, the fan base for F1 in Argentina is huge. This is something I've I've learned um, quite recently. Um, huge Ar um, Argentinian uh, fan base for Formula One. So let's let's let's, let's go racing there, man. I, I I prioritize that over New York. But would I be a front to New York being on the calendar? Not if it not if it was replacing Miami. If it's replacing a, I don't know. If it's a replacing if it's replacing a Budapest, ugh, I wouldn't be so. And Budapest is not my favorite track, you know. I went there this season and had a great time, but also Budapest, that is, it's a cheaper track that gives fans a, a more cost-effective way of going and watching Formula One cars. So going to New York, you know that would not be cheap. This would be a another higher price point Grand Prix. So there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors going on here, but all in all, I guess we'll see. I guess we will see because there is another circuit another country that is aiming well it already hosts a formula one grand prix but there's been big talks and and serious this, this seems a lot more further on down the line anyway for a madrid grand prix now if you haven't seen these rumors this is the track layout that has been suggested and well actually it's a good opportunity so the reason i've got this cap is because wednesday I flew out to Italy and I spent Thursday at Maranello at Ferrari. Incredible. Um, it was all thanks to uh, Santander, um, the Spanish bank who they run Formula Santander. It was a um, sponsor collaboration we did on the last lap um, earlier this year. And part of it was to go out and experience a bit of Ferrari. There were some competition winners there. It was a great time. Albert Fabrega was there, legend. Um, me and Niran went out and... Yeah, it was really interesting to speak to, because we're in Italy, but it was Santander, Spanish, and a lot of the Albert Spanish and a lot of the guys we were there with um, Spanish as well. And it's interesting getting their thoughts, particularly oh, Victor Abad. And any any Victor um, viewers here? Any Victor viewers knocking about um, in this one? Because um, Victor, Victor basic, in a lot of ways, we are we do quite similar things. But he's Spanish speaking. I'm English speaking, and uh, but great guy. And um, we we had a good little chat about this as well. Um, look, I I think Madrid won it clearly. I think there's a reason we've got the F1 exhibition in Madrid as well. I think that was part of a, a wider plan to bring F1 to Madrid. And also, we all know about the 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 Spanish Catalan kind of. Ugh, this has been a long-standing tension between the two. Madrid-Barcelona is one of the greatest rivalries, um, at least in a, in a sporting context, and so, well, both in a sporting and a political context. And the fact that we've been racing in Catalonia, um, in in Barcelona for so long, Madrid inevitably were always going to want to, you know, take that away. And this seems to be the proposed track. Um, it's hmm it's it's interesting <laughs> fh4 you hate this track look it, it again it's a street circuit shock and it's a bit weird i mean again look that there's are there overtaking opportunities it looks like it is is there a roundabout yes it does look like it counterclockwise. I'm not too sure, Lassie. I'm not too sure. Again, any audio 
only um, you won't be able to see this, but if you just search Madrid Grand Prix track on Google or something, um, I'm sure you'll find this picture um, with, I believe that's actually, so that's Real Madrid's training pitch or training area. It's not actually the Bernabeu um, that's just up to the kind of northwest of the uh, proposed track, but this is what has been put together and put out into the world. Um, it feels like there is probably, you know, the Madrid lo local authority in Madrid obviously want this, obviously want this Grand Prix to happen, and and these stories come from sources who want to push this along and get this done. Now, there is a little motorsport.com article we'll get up on screen now, um, which was posted just six days ago from old Jonathan Noble at motorsport.com. Um, the FIA has cautioned, cautioned against talks that a deal to move Formula One Spanish Grand Prix to Madrid is close after revealing the project has still not begun key steps. But again, this this fully legitimizes, this is going to be, well, okay, this is plan, This is definitely a plan. This is, this is legit. This is not fake news. This is 100%. Like, this is, they want this to happen. At least Spanish, um, well, Madrid want this to happen. Madrid want this to happen. Speculation last week suggested new race around the Spanish Grand Prix. Um, capital, sorry, from 26 and near a sign-off. Um, advanced stage talks with commercial rights holders. Um, ran the Ifema Convention Centre northeast of the, of the city, close to the Madrid um, International Airport. Um, so, yeah, this is... Oh, oh, there we go. Sorry, I thought everything just froze then. Um, but despite details of the race being leaked to the media, which again, that leak would have come from, you know, someone who wants this to happen because they want to push this through. They want to get sentiment behind it. Um, but the FIA have, have played down that, um, that, that, you know, this is, this is close to being signed off. Select media motorsport.com, the FIA president of the Senate, Carmelo Sanz de Barros, who is also president of the Spanish Automobile Federation, said he would love to see F1 return to Madrid, but it was clear that there were a lot of things to be sorted. And thank you, Glenn, for joining Friends of Tom. I appreciate that. Two pound a month goes a long way to help. Thank you. Very kind. Um, clear process, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is on motorsport.com if you want to give that a read in more detail. But yes, um, so, so, all right, so let's get another, let's get another poll going. Let's get another little, little poll going. How, which would you, would you, you choose, I guess? So, um, Catalonia or Madrid Street Circuit? Because, you know, Catalonia is um, a track that has certainly divided. Look, I, I'm a long-term Catalonia enjoyer because I think it's a great racing track even though it's not always been a great Formula 1 track and with the change they've made to the end it's a bit better the thing is obviously a lot of medium high speed corners is always going to be a problem for overtaking if you want this sport to be open wheel okay? because dirty air if you're racing around Catalonia in touring cars or on motorbikes or in lorries all right, whatever floats your boat um, if you're going to do that, then it's going to be more competitive than it is going to be in, you know, motorsport with with big front rear wings uh, that relies on the error. Now, obviously, with ground effects, you know, the, the dirty air is starting to creep back up again, but it's better than it used to be. And perhaps with the 2026 regulation changes, you know, they've already had one lot of regulations with these ground effect cars. They can you know, optimise the ground effect cars to minimise the dirty air. Again, in 2026, it looks like that's how it's going to go. They're not really going to bring in any changes before then. But 82% of you are saying you would choose a Catalunya. 83%, should I say? 82, 83. Um, would choose Catalunya over a Madrid street circuit. Um, which, look, again, I, what would I... I mean, look, obviously, Catalonia is not, has not been great for F1. I think that's very fair to say. I think most people, if you rank, you know, the 22 tracks last year from, from the your favourite track for F1, specifically for F1, 
I wouldn't put Catalonia specifically for F1. If I'm ignoring how much I like the track for other disciplines, for specifically for F1, it would not. It would be in my bottom half. It would. It would. It would be in my bottom half. And there's other tracks. There's Aragon, like you say, Blake. There's um, Jerez. There's. I think Spain have got like four Grade One tracks. Hang on. Um, so Grade One motorsport tracks, racing tracks. However, um, I'm sure there's like four in Spain. Grade One. There are how many? Yeah. Oh. Mm, hang on. No, that doesn't really count. So there's Catalonia. There's Valencia, of course. I forgot about that. Um, Jerez. Aragon. Yeah, there's four. Okay, there's four. So on, on the Wikipedia, it has it listed because it, um, it has two versions of Catalonia, the Grand Prix and the MotoGP version listed. And it has, it has four versions of Aragon listed. Grand Prix, Aerotest, FIM and Long. Okay. No, it's four, Spain. It's not seven. All right, don't get don't get greedy, don't get greedy. Um, but yeah, so I, the idea of going to Madrid, it it would be cool, but building another a street circuit in Madrid just feels like a bit of a waste. I don't know. The thing is, like, I think cities are seeing the impact that F one can bring, the positive impact. My concern. And when I was speaking to, to Victor about this, I think this, this was a concern that he kind of echoed. Um, well, you know, he brought it up and I was like, you know what, fair play. You look at what happened with the Valencian Grand Prix. Not the current grade one circuit in Valencia, but when we used to race in Valencia, the abandoned track that I went to a couple of years ago. Um, and it's such a, a sorry, sad sight. Because yes, much of the track was on roads and you know those roads are still used and part of the harbour and, and the bridge and that's all still there but there's a significant part of that Valencia Grand Prix track that is completely abandoned it's kind of become a bit of a you know a, a shanty town for want of a better word um it's a really sad sight that F1 left such a and there was a lot of corruption for want of a better word um and I think a lot of people involved politically in Valencia, uh, you know, there's 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 legal stuff going on there, um, a lot of alleged corruption going on. It's, yeah, I I think that I mean Jonas, it's not. I don't think it's going to happen because I think that city got burnt so bad by it. You know, it's if you know people are still paying for that. You know, all that time ago, so much money was put into to a Vegas Grand Prix and <clears throat> Vegas Grand Prix, Valencian Grand Prix. And it did went very badly. Now, would that happen in Madrid? Would that happen in Madrid? I would like to think not. I would like to think that wouldn't have been allowed to happen in Madrid. It should not have been allowed to happen in Valencia. Not the Grand Prix itself, but what how it all fell apart. And the, you know, the underhand payments and all that. Um the pinhead. I don't honestly care if they get rid of Catalonia, but please replace it with a proper racetrack at least. Yeah, look again. I th I think uh, there. I'm concerned that. Yeah, actually, here, here's a question. I've got another. I've got another poll for you. Seventy-eight percent of you said Catal you'd prefer Catalonia over a Madrid street circuit. Um, what is the ideal balance? Is the ideal portion um, of street versus real tracks so i'm going to say um so zero to 100 so as in no street tracks and 100 percent real tracks let's say i don't know 15 to 100 and um, to 85 i can't count so like 15 percent street tracks 85 percent real tracks and then 30 to 70, so about 30% street tracks, rest of the calendar being real tracks, and then I'll just do 50-50. I'm not going to give you another, I can only do four pole options, sorry. Um, if you look at a 24 race F1 calendar, what, what for you personally, what's the ideal balance of, of street tracks, um, 
trucks that don't exist outside of the the um, the race weekend, whether that's your Bakus, your Singapore's, your Vegas's, your Monaco's would count for that, of course, um, as well. Versus, yeah, the purpose-built tracks that always exist, always hold different motorsport disciplines, and then F1 comes to town once a week, one weekend, every year, bosh. What's your ideal? 8% of you have gone 100% real tracks. 3% of you have gone 50-50, street tracks to real tracks. 45 45%, 30-70. 44%, 15-85. I think... Um, I would probably go, I think 30% of tracks being street tracks, I can accept. I can accept. Hang on, let's, let's work it out. Let's work it out. So, let's work it out what it actually is going to be next year. So, we've got, so, of the 24 we've got next year, so Saudi is a street track. Australia. Oh, do we count Australia? Chat, do we count Australia or not? Do we count Australia? Because Australia's kind of, it's in a park. It's not on the streets. Uh, whatever. Right, let's just say Saudi, Australia, um, Miami is kind of streets, kind of a car park. Uh, Monaco, Canada, kind of same with Australia. It's kind of similar thing. Um, Britain, Hungary, Belgium, Dutch, Italian. Baku is six. Singapore seven. Um, Cote Mexico, Sao Paulo. Vegas is eight. Yeah, so it's eight of twenty-four. So that's a third. So yeah, so it's, 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 it's a third right now. It's a third right now. Which is, again, it's, it's 30, 70. It's a bit more than 30, 70. So it, it's kind of there. I, I, don't, I don't want it more than that. I'll be honest. Yeah, the, the proportion right now, I think it's fine. And there are, there are purpose-built tracks that I would be prepared to lose off the calendar. Like, I could say goodbye to Imola. Canada technically is... But it kind of isn't, in the same way that Australia is, but kind of isn't. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's kind of where I sit on it. I mean, we'll see. I, I think a lot of it is politics as well, right? A lot of it is politics that's going to just define whether this gets over the line. I think F, having F, F1 exhibition will definitely help their their case because I definitely think that was part of the plan. But but there you go. I didn't forget back in Marina Bay. I counted them too. Don't you worry. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. 2026 is when it's alleged to be planned to happen. So let's see. You might have to... Well, hopefully we don't have really good um, Barcelona Grand Prix because then all of a sudden it will... Then we'll be like, bye. Madrid's coming. And hopefully they get rid of the roundabout. Because that's a bit... That's a bit dead. Um, anyway, all right, cool. Final final section I want to talk about on this live stream. We've been going for about almost 40 minutes. And actually, if you've got to this part, whether you're here live or you're watching this after the fact on YouTube or you're listening to this audio only, I want you to... Oh, so I went to... Literally last week, I went to Williams and Ferrari. I'm such a lucky boy. And from Williams, I got this mug, which has the word golf on it. So type the word golf, G-U-L-F, in the comments of this YouTube um, YouTube live stream slash VOD after the facts. Or on the on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I can put like a little question and write golf so that I know you got to this point. Please. And yeah, put it put it in the live chat as well. Why not? Why not? Why not indeed? Because we have one final thing to talk about on this live stream and it is the 2024 formula one entry list it's all confirmed and there are two particularly interesting well the, the less interesting parts so aston martin um the cognizance gone from their title sponsorship they're, they're not i don't know if they're going to still be on the car maybe but they're not in the name 
the um, thing. But yeah, two interesting ones. So first of all, Scuderia AlphaTauri is almost the same. It's still Scuderia AlphaTauri, but then RB on the end. Scuderia AlphaTauri RB. Now, Racing Balls is what it is alleged to be called next year. However, on the official entry list, it's still got AlphaTauri in it, which is interesting. Look, again, it makes... What seems to be happening is that the, the actual team name will be built around Racing Balls. And Visa Cash App have been linked to it. Um, let's say let's say Visa, okay? It could be Visa Racing Balls, okay? But AlphaTauri is still a thing. It's not disappeared. It's still a clothing company that Red Bull owns. So do I think we'll still see an AlphaTauri logo on that car? Absolutely. But it just won't be called Alpha Tauri, Scuderia Alpha Tauri. I think it will be called Scuderia Racing Balls. I like the Scuderia. Keep that in there. Come on. Embrace your Italian side. Okay. Please, I beg you. Um, but it is interesting that, yeah, Alpha Tauri is still in the official entry list full team name. Because, yeah, they had to announce this by, what, the 14th, I think. So we were kind of waiting to see what it would actually be called. And it is called Scuderia Alpha Tauri, but then RB on the end. And we know, obviously, Red Bull with RB Leipzig, that RB does not stand for Red Bull. Officially, it's like Rassenballen or something. Um, but then because of rules in Germany around corporate ownership of teams and branding and all that stuff. Um, but then I think Red Bull Salzburg is the RB does stand for Red Bull. Rassenball Sport, there you go. Thank you, Nutter Will. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So we'll see about that. But the more the more interesting one certainly is the absolute mess that is the new Sauber name. Now, of course, last year, um Stake were a title sponsor on the on, on the Sauber, a questionable, very questionable kind of um online casino gambling company. Um and then obviously they have Kick as well which is a streaming platform run via Amazon kind of stream services, which is why Amazon bought Twitch to get those services. So Kick does essentially run on Twitch, but whatever. We're not on Twitch, we're on YouTube. I'm thinking about multi-streaming these, actually, um, these live streams maybe next year, because you are allowed to now multi-stream on Twitch um, and be a partner, which you never were in the past. So um, potentially... I'm I'm leaving views on the table and maybe streaming these on TikTok as well because I'm like, why not? Why wouldn't I stream these on TikTok? It just seems like a, a missed opportunity, you know? Um, but yeah, Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber. It it just sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. Um, and I mean, again, we saw in different markets because Kick is a streaming platform and stake is a gambling platform on certain races you had to they had to remove the stake sponsorship and they had to put the kick sponsorship on because of rules and they're not the only team who have you know um, gambling sponsors and not the only team to have you know sponsors that change race to race um but yeah so who knows what that livery is going to look like um i was quite excited i was quite excited to see sauber back in f1 called sauber and then I was like, oh God, there's probably still going to be, if they're still going to be this. So it feels like almost stake are just going to take over that livery even more, which is just a bit like, oh, it's kind of disappointing. Um, so who knows? Who knows what they're going to do with the livery? They could, they could do, obviously, Sauber's back in the day, they had kind of a red, they had a blue and gold era as well. Um, just make something distinct, I suppose. Make something distinct, but I mean, we're all going to call it Sauber, right? We're, we're all collectively agreeing we're just going to call them Sauber. Can, can we promise that we're just going to call them Sauber? Yeah, cool, sweet, happy with that. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, Ferrari have announced their uh, car launch is the 13th of February, and um, for their new their, their 2024 Challenger, um, new livery. 
see the new sponsors, all that. Obviously, I'll be doing my redesigns um, at that time. It's it's We're going ham in February as per, although I'm actually going pretty ham in January as well, which I don't typically do because ad rates are a bit lower. So that's that makes sense as time to take off, but there's some potentially really cool opportunities that there's no way I'm turning down. So, you know, the videos, I, I gave myself last week off because last week was insane. I went to Williams on Monday, which was great. So pretty much my whole day there. Tuesday was the chill day work. But then Wednesday flew out to Italy. Thursday was in Italy. Friday, first thing in the morning, fly back, get the train from Heathrow back home. Then in the evening, drive for two hours. And then my best mate's wedding um, on Saturday, which I was best man for. And then come back yesterday afternoon. Didn't get home till that kind of late afternoon either. Pick up Minton on the way back and we're here. And I've got a big to-do list today. Um, but this stream was one of them. I wanted to make sure, get the stream out. And um, yeah, we'll, t we'll tick off some more stuff. We will tick off some more stuff today. And that's about it. Any, um, any, any questions? In the uh, in in the live chat, in forty seven minutes, so I'll do 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 a I'll do a couple of so the intro rolls again. Look at that beautiful intro. I think I might get a new intro made for next year though. I like refreshing the graphics every year. Any any other uh, questions? Show us the dog. Shall I call him? See if he'll come. Minton. 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 Look. If he comes, he comes, okay? If he comes, he comes. He comes, he comes, all right? We'll see, we'll see you, Iceman. Um, no GP in NYC, in my opinion. There are enough US races. Go back to Malaysia. I mean, I would endorse... Yeah, Istanbul would... Istanbul would be would be great to have back. It would be. Um, do, 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 do you do YouTube on a living basis or do you have a real job? No, I do not have a real job. This is my fake job. This is my fake job. Non-championship Grand Prix. Ugh, I don't know about that, Adonis. I don't see, like, if there's a Grand Prix that isn't contributing points, then I just don't see where's the where's the meaningfulness to it, you know? Um, teams are most intrigued about for pre-season and next season. Um, Williams, I think. Williams, I'm really interested to see how they do. Obviously, good trajectory, but... Um, they need to, to try and deliver a car that will give Alex some confidence to stay with him because he's been so valuable to them. Um, so thoughts of Porsche's chances in F1? I think he's doing Super Formula, isn't he, um, next year? Or at least he was doing the pre-season test, so I think he is. Um, we'll see. Yeah, Porsche versus Awasa in Super Formula. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming that Ayumu will have more understanding and experience with the tracks in Japan, be that Metropolis or Mategi or Fuji or Suzuka or whatever, um, which should stand him in good stead. But also, you know, Lawson jumped in with very little experience and almost won the whole thing. So we'll see about that. Rumours say Red Bull's even stronger. Well, look, Red Bull will, will get stronger next year. Everyone should get stronger next year. It's just the relative gains and losses, you know. Actual thoughts on Yas Marina circuit. It's all right. It's all right. You know what? Like, like, yeah, that final sector's a bit dead for racing. But also, it's a challenge. You know, Lando cocked it up this year um, in quali. That final sector, your tyres are overheating. And, you know, I, I don't think every single corner in every F1 track has to be an overtaking opportunity. Some corners can just be a challenge. As long as you do have at least one overtaking, at least two, sorry, at least two overtaking opportunities elsewhere. And Yas Marina does have that. So... I don't love it, but I definitely, I definitely like it more than I used to. I definitely like it the most I've ever liked it. I would say, yes, Marina. And obviously, it's given us some pretty iconic moments um, over the years. Do you watch Liam's vlogs? I have seen a couple of yeah. Liam Lawson's got into the vlog world, isn't he? Um, although I'm not Liam. If you're watching, doubt you are. Uh, I'm not a fan of his Supra. I've got to be honest. Um, I don't. I like that Supra. I like I like the new Supra. I like, I like the car. Um, I don't think I'd pick it myself if I had that kind of budget. But I like the car. But I don't really like what he's done with it. It's not my cup of tea. 
But look, that's what card modification customization is all about. You make what you like. So who cares what some random bloke on the internet with a yellow hat on has to say? Yeah, the BMW Supra. Which I mean, look, I I like BMWs, so you know. I don't mind. Um, how will Kimmy compare to Behrman in his rookie F2 season? Oh, Ethan, well. Video this week, little little um for you live stream viewers. Um video this week will all be all about F2. And why I think this F2 season is going to be the best F2 season ever. I do. I truly do. The quality of the drivers. The new cars as well. Fresh slate for everyone. Whew. It's going to be good. And I want you to watch. Because I'm going to be watching. Because it's going to be banging. It's going to be banging. Ooh, absolutely. Um, hi, Alif. You're welcome. F2 better than F1 right now. I mean, F2 is always going to be more competitive than F1. So there it is. Right, cool. I think I think we're about done. I think we're about done. Um, thank you everyone for watching live here on YouTube. Um, I've got to go put a wash on now. I was going to put a wash on before this, but I didn't have time, so I'm going to put a wash on now. So hopefully I don't forget about it, and then it will just smell. Um, if I don't take it out of the washing machine. Thank you all for joining me on YouTube. Thank you for watching this, whether you're here live or after the fact. Well, um, thank you, Seamus, Manj, Pinhead, Chris, Emerson, Hangyo, Tommy, Smurf, Patrick, Sam, Nikki, Bavani, Lolly, Ethan, Elemental, LG, TJ, Jozo, Jonas, Sense, Belinda, um, fill in the blanks, Yard Animal, FH4 player, Danny, thank you for the 35 Zar, very kind. When did we forget about Kyle Army, a world champ? Without an African race. That's that should be number one priority. I completely agree, Danny. That should be number one priority to get a race in Africa. Maybe Kyle Army, maybe somewhere else, but a race in Africa, come on, do it. Um and there's a rich, you know, South African heritage in Formula One. Um, what Jody Schechter, South African, you you've you've had dry, many a driver over the year represent um, you know, Africa from South Africa, so Bosh, let's make it happen. Um, yeah, thank you all for coming live, wherever you are. TomasRacingGoods.com. If you want one, get one, because I've sold more than half, so they won't last forever. And um, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you for joining me. Like the stream as well. And remember the secret word. If you forgot it, then you're going to have to go back and watch it. Sorry, I can't tell you. I don't make the rules. Well, I do, but those are the rules. Video later this week. Better F2. Bye.